in Britain, Rod Little. Morning to you. Good morning, mate. Sort of seems I've, I've, I've heard the name Rishi Sunak before and I suddenly remember, that's right, he wandered around the countryside for months on end asking for their vote. Why didn't they vote for him then? They would have saved themselves a lot of bother. They would indeed have saved themselves a lot of bother. But you're missing the fact that, in fact, <laughs> nobody in the Conservative associations has voted for Rishi Sunak to become our next Prime Minister and next leader of the Conservative Party. And given a chance to do so, they wouldn't have done. So there is no question at all that uh, uh, the Conservatives have obviated a real problem by having just one candidate and therefore no need for a vote in the constituency parties because they don't like him. They think he's too left-wing. Right. So you've got these different systems operating. First of all, you have the people of Britain electing a government. The bloke that they elected to run that government, they had no say on his demise. You then have a system whereby some MPs get rid of that bloke and then they hand it over to the members of the party. They then vote for a person who was useless. So that person's gone and then nobody at all gets Rishi. They're not good systems, Rod. I think they're terrific, Mike. And I think... I think... Detect the note of sarcasm in your question, but I think they are all they are all forms of democracy, Mike. It just it's just that we have a great variety of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's chaos, mate. It, it has been chaos. What everybody is very grateful for at the moment uh, is that we've got someone who is at least competent, uh, which Liz Truss, as many of us knew right at the beginning, uh, never was. He is a competent politician. Yep. He's a smooth politician. The markets like him. He's keeping Jeremy Hunt, we think, at Treasury. Um, so everything, everything's okay. This might be as good as it gets for the Tories in the next two years. But at the moment, it's good. That's the next question. So they do have two years. Is it possible, even though the members of the party wouldn't have voted for him because they don't like him, if he can bring stability, yeah. if he can bring the party back to a point where they're competitive they could suddenly, you know, think he's not too bad after all. Yeah, theoretically it's possible. Uh, and and uh, he, he has an awful lot to do convincing the red wall seats, those famous red wall seats which went Tory in 2019, um, that he is someone committed both to levelling up and a kind of anti-woke agenda. Those were the things which brought those votes in. Uh, and that he's got the kind of charisma of, of Boris Johnson. Um, so I think winning back the red wall seats is a, is a long ask, as they would say. But at the moment, they will be grateful merely if they can hang on uh, to, to, to their more traditional areas, to be absolutely honest, and maybe lose in the next election, but lose with, a pretty, with, with plenty of seats, because the expectations among the Conservative Party members at the moment is very, very low indeed. Yeah. Outside of the money, uh, which everyone seems to think he at least knows about money, is, is he charismatic? Does he hit the hustings in a, in a way that people relate to him and get him or not? He's certainly not Boris Johnson. He doesn't have that sense of humour. Uh, he's a bit younger as well, uh, and maybe a tiny bit callow. But he does have a certain sense of style, a certain elan about him. Uh, he is from a very, very affluent background indeed. Uh, everyone is championing the fact that he is Britain's first prime minister of colour, first Hindu prime minister, um, and also the fact that he is the youngest prime minister 
for 200 years. Mm. And all that kind of counts in his favour at the moment. Um, so he will, unlike Liz Truss, have a honeymoon um, uh, in, in power. Uh, it just remains to be seen what he can do uh, to support uh, what Boris Johnson was, never actually did, which was the levelling up programme, which was promised for the north yeah. of England. So Boris comes back from holiday... I'm assuming because yeah. he genuinely thought he had a chance and somewhere along the way he worked out he didn't, hence, you know, he's a, is he gone for good or is there still, you know, something left there to look for? If, 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 if I were Rishi Sunak, I would try to get Boris very much on side. I'd even offer him a decent cabinet job uh, because Boris does, he does have his supporters. Mm. And if you can have a constrained Boris, you know, in government... I think that would be much to the Conservative Party's advantage. Uh, whether Boris would take it or not is a different issue. But, you know, you, you can imagine giving him Foreign Secretary, for example, sure. where he did excel, you know, in, in uh, as a Prime Minister, his foreign policy towards Ukraine was very, very much approved. Um, so, so I think that's a possibility. Other than that, you, you know, uh, the temptation I suspect is to try and forget about him altogether. But I'm, I'm not. I think that would be a bit short-sighted. Okay, so so Hunt Chancellor Boris gets something maybe mordant. They say need some sort of promotion. Maybe Breverman comes back. Is it a shake-up per se or not? Yeah, it's a bit of a shake-up. Uh, but I think it may mean that you see a few uh, biggish names in there because everyone is now fighting under this banner of unity, whereas, you know, uh, for the last eight weeks, they've been fighting under a banner of disunity. So I think he's got to get a balanced cabinet, and I think you will see Badenoch and Braverman offered roles in there, which I suspect they would take, uh, possibly Pretty Patel, but I think also room for the Liberals, such as Mordaunt and uh, Jeremy Hunt uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the the other leftist, Tom Tugendhat, for example. Okay, mate. All right, we'll catch up Thursday and get some more detail. Appreciate it very much, as always. Rod Little, Tuesdays and Thursdays on the programme. Nine o'clock tonight, our time, is when Liz um, hosts her final cabinet. She's off to see the King after that. And by about 11.30 tonight, our time, Rishi will officially be the new Prime Minister of the UK. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.